Hello, you're listening to Marijuana Activists and Pioneers number two. Number two. Yo, I am here with uh, Hedgewitch. Hedgewitch, who I didn't really even interview <laughs> where you were born yet or whatever. But no, was, you'll, we'll get into yeah. that. Hedgewitch. And, uh, my name is Jason Brodsky. I'm, I'm a host talking about stuff, but mostly he's going to be blabbering on and uh, I will fill in when he's not blabbering. About marijuana and uh, the history of uh, cannabis here in California, and uh, where things are. I'm going to ask him some questions. He's going to get distracted. I'm going to fill in the blanks, and then he's going <laughs> to talk some fun stuff too. So, with further ado, always, here's uh, Dr. Hedgewidge of the uh, Witchcraft Nation, Zulu, <laughs> Earth, oh, no. India, Indian Heart. First, let's get into that. <laughs> I'm, right, a, I'm a Hedgewidge, which is basically when. When people ask what the fuck's a hedge witch, I am a. Uh, I believe that the world is revolves around energy, and frequency and vibration and in, uh, intent. So that's where magic, in my opinion, comes from. I'm not into all the spells, rituals, and all that bullshit. But one of the main th- reasons why I use it too is because. Part of the description of being a hedge, which is we do use psychotropic plants and herbs for our healing and magic. So it kind of fits in with what nice. I like to do, which is use cannabis. For healing and magic, you use cannabis? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And it's been used since the beginning of man's mankind's and before. I, I imagine you're uh, open to a lot of different types of magic from different cultures. What, do you have a predominant I, culture? I I am a Celtic. Actually, I'm Basque and Celt. So, yeah, I'll set this little rig up here for you first before we start. There. Um, so I I have a very eclectic belief as far as magic goes. Um, I'm also dyslexic, so I don't like doing spells because you know you can mess up things. One wrong word. But that's neither here nor there, really. It's more this, this is more about the cannabis and the fact that I think the cannabis plant was put here for us to heal each other, both mentally, physically, and with our vibrations and frequencies. Hallelujah! You know? And to me, I, I go out of my way to challenge the system about that very fact that it's been part of our history as far as religion goes since the beginning of time. Even in the Bible, you know, I give you all seed-bearing plants and herbs. You can't argue that. Mm-hmm. You can't say, I believe in God, and say, but I don't believe in this first fucking chapter. Okay? Yeah, being in pain is not part of creation's desire. No, it is not. And it's not, it's not conducive to good health. I mean, any type of pain, whether it be in the heart, whether it be in the mind, or whether it be in the physical pain, you know? And a lot of us suffer from all three. Yeah. Cannabis has always been the go-to medicine for any of that yeah, well, until the, it was made illegal for the profits of the big industries. Yeah, the fox is only as kosher as he can be with the rabbit, you know. So, but that's part of the universe and the cycle that we are all part of previous beings patched together through our uh, through life, through the plants, through the animals, the carnivores, omnivores. And well, mar- this plant, I mean, it's, it's part of our this. DNA. We wouldn't have an endocannabinoid system if it wasn't the fact that we need to use this plant. We can get it through other 
cannabinoids through many other sources, but the best source is this plant. How is it we have these receptors that are just sitting there chilling? Well, that's it. Our body's built on it. And when we took that out of our everyday diet, you know, not only is part of our food and, and the seed, so on and so forth, but we took it away from our animals. We stopped yeah. feeding it to our animals. We were getting it through the meat also of the animals that we were eating. And the healthier meat that the animals produced. The healthier meat, because they were eating healthy food. And the happier lives the animals lived because they were in less discomfort. Yes. Well, well we're not going to get into that fucking... Don't get me started on that one, you know. But Well, I mean, that's like kosher law with uh, Judaism well, being that absolutely. Ancient. Absolutely. And the fact that also that, that you know, I mean, you go to some religions that, you know, sacrificing a cow is, is a whole other subject, too. You know, in the Hindu religion, you you don't go around eating cows. Yeah, right. And okay, some, but you come to California, if you don't have a steak at least once a week, you're not fucking doing good. <laughs> I, I, I come know. from, I'm come from cattle families. Yeah, so I, a, there's, I, there's Harris Ranch is around here, so I'm very stoked. Yeah, and we do, my family, Ranch. Thank you. my family oh, actually fine. did a, oh shit, I got people over on this side, I'm not even paying attention. Hey, everybody, I'm going to just do a little quickie waves. We're okay, doing a fucking cool. interview right now for um, Smoke Rules Radio. Yeah, the, this actually this is a marijuana ma, here we go. marijuana <laughs> activists and pioneers. Okay, there we go. Yeah, and no, number two, number two. Yeah, this is the second episode. So it? yeah, it's uh, but pulling all this together is I'm finding I'm in the area, so you're alive, and I'm like I'm alive too. So maybe well, just my main thing is this. This plant should be given back to the people. This is what I was trying to say earlier before we started the recording. Yeah. If you want to grow marijuana, you should be able to grow at least six plants. My preferred is 12, so you can keep a three or three yeah. rotation. Cannabis, you can grow cannabis cool. three times a year. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Everybody should be able to do that. Before we get into the politics of the structure, um, after... Finish what you're saying, then give me okay. a point to see. What I'm saying is, if you want to become a businessman with what you're growing, yeah. buy your licenses. Yeah. But don't make those licenses so extremely high or hard to get that you can't, the average Joe like you or I can't yeah. get one. Yeah. And if they're going to do that, then take that fucking tax money that you're generating from it and put it back into the industry and start giving these people loans yeah. instead of going out to them and spending millions of dollars trying to enforce your law. Right. Help us. Help well, us become legal. Well, here, let's, uh, let's, let's look hey, a little right, deeper on the... Uh, the um, we're doing the show kind of reverse. I was okay, hoping to right. ask you about uh, yourself, about the times, first times you smoked and the first times you noticed you were standing up for... Marijuana. Okay, the first time I ever smoked cannabis was about a thousand feet down the street. <laughs> oh, okay, and this right, is no right. bullshit, folks. You, you can I, see I, that here with and the radio. I didn't smoke cannabis per se, I smoked hashish. And this was back in 1978. Hard or soft? Blonde Lebanese, dude. So you Beautiful. could like twist it with your finger? Oh, you, you, you uh, heat it up a tiny bit and just crumble it. Did it leave a, a resin up. on your finger? Well, what we used to do is hash, hash under glass. Oh, with that, we'd with tear the knife? off a chunk and then we'd put it on a pin that we'd or, stick through yeah. our school book. Oh, and man. then we'd take a shot or a 
glass and put it over the top and catch the smoke. It's like when they say you lived in the Stone Age, like, I did. Okay. Actually, you know. I did. <laughs> during you know? the evolution I, of smoking. I, to be honest, I was at the very end. I got into it at the very end of the lid. Yeah. Okay, and the lid, trust me, folks, they, hippies brag about the lid, but most of it was crappy weed, just came from exotic places, full of seeds, full of stems. And was it you more never like the what, buddy bag? It wasn't even good buddy bags. Oh, okay. Usually. I mean, you had leaves, okay. you had fucking, I've had bird nests. There was so, all so sorts it's of just stuff. taken a lot of different. Yeah, I've been through all the eras of it. Okay. I went through the brick weeds. So I've heard I went, it like being four fingers in a bag or something. Yeah, you know, four finger like, baggies. Yes, I went know. through those. 20 <laughs> bucks for a four finger bag. Um, you know, I remember when. Humboldt Intica first came around. Well, the, the Inticas first started coming out of the Emerald Triangle. We used to call them polio weed. Because you'd oh, smoke right. a joint and you couldn't get out of your seat to go take a piss. Oh. And then it, started, then it became the Humboldt Intica and then the Skunk Bud. And then, you know, then it went through all that evolution of, of oh, different boy. Intica breeds coming out, out of the Humboldt area. Yeah. And then all that was taken down into Mexico, we went through a real bad dry spell in Mexico when they were doing all the Paraquat back in those days. Oh, the spraying. They, they were spraying the Paraquat, yeah. So they were cutting down on the borders. We were getting stuff that was coming through in, like, diesel tankers. And they, it all tasted diesel like also? diesel. Yeah, it tasted like diesel know. fuel. Uh, or it came in in trucks of baby softener. So it all tastes like baby or... Perfume. I've seen blue plants from what a fire department spray does. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen those blue too. Blue powder, it sucks. Blue powder or fucking the red powder from was the not garden. happy. But yeah. the plants kind of were able, it was. It, you it still was have that in there. There's vegetative. no way you can smoke it. The only thing I'd ever do with something like that is maybe. It was vegetative time, though. Well, I mean, yeah, even so he's able to clean off the leaves. So I think well, for the most part, yeah. but that's also in the soil, seeped oh into the soil. Gosh. Uh, oh well, no, it had buckets, so they they were able to cover the whole buckets. But that was a friend's house, freaking her house is on fire, and the yeah, fire same as a liquor license. No. Misses the house and totally sprays the crop that's right next to her house. So yes. This is the house. Misses the totally. crop. Oh my god! I do know a fire chief that was up there and helped save a guy's crop. They went in there and actually filled up the guy's tanks and stuff for him. On one of the when the one of the big fires happened several years back, but he re, he noticed. Now here's a conspiracy. Um, he noticed that the areas that burned weren't supposed, and just got away. Sit by arsonists to wipe out people's crops. Wow. Yeah. So, but he's he's a fire chief. Hmm. So. Hmm. He went in there and helped save a couple of people's. Oh, yeah. Airplane mode. Yeah, airplane mode. Okay, there we yeah. go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kyle comes in for a I'm like, oh, man, I can't take it right now. We're sitting there smoking some Blue Dream right now. Okay. Well, yeah, uh, I appreciate local, that. Local grown. So, but we're, but you've, you've gone around the world. How many different states or countries? Um, put, I've been like, in exotic two different countries. I've ventured into Mexico, I've lived in San Diego, I've lived in Las Vegas, I've lived in Texas, I've lived in the mountains of Sequoia National Forest, several different places in the valley. I think I've moved over uh, 
25 times in my life. I'm a very vagabond type. Yeah. No man. Well, well, getting herb in different places is not That's it's not that's an the whole easy thing. thing always. No, it isn't. And, and you you especially you travel a lot over country. Well, other I was countries. in San Diego too, at San Diego State University. Well, back when I was down there, it was in the 80s, late or mid 80s, and okay. the only thing we could get was uh Thai bud. For three and a half years, oh, okay. all I smoked was Thai buds off the tuna boats. I I tried to grow some but, uh, you know, I was in a closet, freaking, you know, oh, yeah. in an apartment I was renting. Well, well, you occasionally got yeah. a little green bud. Occasionally I had, like, I'd three come lights. Up to, <laughs> I'd come up here and pick buckets. up green bud and take it down there and smuggle it down there a lot. Yeah. But uh, the, we did a lot of uh, cocaine smuggling back in those days. Okay. Um, I did a lot of it back in the, in the mid-'80s. And uh, it caught up to me later on in the 90s. Well, money is a thing that moves around in many different forms. Well, it does. It does. Uh, and the thing about the cocaine epidemic that happened back then was it was set up. It was a fucking set up on the get-go to, to infiltrate the freaking ghettos down in L.A. Right. Collect money for the, the CIA so they could ship it off to buy guns for the guy, the Contras. And then keep people they just, In fact, a great show I just finished watching was... Guns. Well, I just finished watching the uh, oh, Snowfall. It's a pretty good... Um, yeah, pretty yeah. good way to look at it because it's based on true story. Well, well, that's uh, some of the stuff is. I was hey, baby girl. The, into the glamorization. We're doing an interview right now. That uh, what what's what's that other movie with the guy wearing the the, the outfit who sells crystal meth? Uh, a, you know what? That was I that, never that watched Breaking Bad, and yeah. I never watched a single I, one well, of those. You know, I haven't seen it. Yeah, well, here's probably my... funny as shit stuff in there, but it's still the but... glamorization. But still, it's, we're talking about marijuana, and I'm glamorizing marijuana. It's like, but what, there's marijuana. a difference. You know that you can honestly say to yourself in your heart and soul that yeah. by you teaching somebody about marijuana, you are never going to do bodily harm to that person. Totally, I'm going to okay. help them. Breaking Bad, on the other hand, yeah. you cannot tell me. That someone didn't watch that show and say, hey, I want to try meth for the first time. Maybe people did. I liked Weeds. Weeds was interesting. Well, Weeds took a whole other subject. I want to get... (laughs) See, and this is one of the things I want to get across to people. We need to break away from the stereotypes. Yeah. Okay, absolutely, 100%. This is a healing plant to me. This is sacrament. Okay, this is something that, yeah, we sit around and get high... And we we basically enjoy the side effects of us smoking cannabis or eating or indulging in cannabis. But but the actual the uh, the high effect people feel is a healing effect, effect of the body. Absolutely, it's, it's not, a changing of the getting, vibrations and frequency like, of your body. You say high, it's a relaxation. Like I go through a lot of muscle jaw issues and tightness and pain. Yeah, and sometimes I can't smoke a joint and it pulls my my skull muscle or. Like whatever this way and that way, and um, smoking a bowl helps it just like relax, like a little, just like tap on the wand. Well, just, like, and it's not just smoking. calm that out. It's not just smoking though, because I use it for my arthritis too. I uh, I make salves and tinctures. Okay. Okay, and in fact, if you got some pains, try some of this on there. This is my Hedgewood Healing you know, Salve. I, I want to say you gave me some last time I was here that might be in the, the Chicago Police Department hold. 
Oh, <laughs> they didn't have my label on it. Because I came by like before. Uh, well, I'm gonna get everything greasy. Hold on, wait till after. Yeah, we'll wait till after this um, thing right here. Um, it, it all smelled us. Yeah. I yeah, I, I don't, I've given a lot of it away. I gave some away to the Circus Delay. I gave some to the, the Rams. <laughs> That's fantastic. That's fantastic. Yeah, I I've been making it for a while. It's it's and I was making the tinctures for a while too. The hardest okay. thing is people are. People are so whacked out on the need for CBD. Okay. If you get a good RSO, you get the benefits of everything. Okay. You get the CBD. You get the you get the THC. You get every other yeah. cannabinoid that that plant has to offer. Yeah. Well, this is that's the sense of talking to the choir. I want to get to know the you who who is Hedgewidge. What's your what's your full name? My full name is Jeffrey Four. Okay. Jeffrey Clay Four. Um, I've been smoking cannabis since 1978. I became really, I, I can honestly say I didn't become an activist until the 90s, late 90s. How, how old were you? No, actually, it wasn't, I didn't get, become a hardcore activist until 2000s. Were you like 20 or? No, 19? I was in my late 30s. Okay. 40s, early 40s. Um, watching some of the videos and it becoming more legal. Yeah. I was able to come out of the closet more, you know, and then be have something to stand on. Yeah. Have a fucking platform to go with. Have a, you know, legitimacy to what I'm doing. But you obviously didn't really give up because every day... No, I, I, I started using it... When medicine. I started using it when I was 14, I was doing... I was a pincushion for doctors. I had yeah. 164 or 163, 164 allergies. Okay, so I was supposed to be one of those bubble child. Oh yay! Okay, shots twice a week. Really? Yes, oh, and, and on a caveat of fucking pills and medications yeah. all my life. Yeah. You know, always having bronchial problems, always having breathing problems, so uh -huh. on and so forth. And certain times of year in the valley here, I just got devastated. Okay, and I was hospitalized a couple. So you have times. to be in high altitude out here. Well, no, here, this here is high altitude. No, this, this is, is the, like, this is the farm floor. This is the bottom corner of the fishbowl. Yeah, it, well, yeah, it's it's the bottom of the fucking uh, like the whole San Joaquin Valley. Kind of so all that pollen, all that shit, gets blown down here. Yeah. Okay, all the dust that's caused by the farms, all the all the because pollutants, it's, all that you, shit. Because you're a little bit higher than everywhere else. When I started smoking cannabis at 14, though, uh -huh. all that stopped. No more shots. I was able to maintain my my allergies enough that I could survive without the pills. Yeah. You know, and so I noticed it worked for me. That's I think but I didn't consider it a medicine, though. I just... Everybody considered me just the fucking pothead. Our vibrations have uh, a lot to do with it. That absolutely Being that, that is what, uh, what so, we are. We are vibrational creatures that if we're carrying vibrations that are just like to this or to that, uh, within ourselves, it's hard to find the right balance. And so we're each on a quest to find that vibration. Health is a vibration. The body is not in health. It's like... Ouch. Well, <laughs> and that's yelling. the problem is, and, and this, me. once again, is coming back to the cannabis. It helps moves you into that vibrational spot where you need to be mm -hmm. and gives you that time to relax, get into your inner self, 
and be able to change what, not change, but at least modify what's going on around you. You know? Yeah. Then well, after the world that, around us is beautiful, I, beautiful I moved place. into, I mean, I went through all sorts of training and, and, and teachings in different types of religion and finally moved into Druidism and then Hedgewitch because it fit more with what I believe in, especially in the use of plants and herbs to do your medicine. Yeah. Okay, that's that's how we twist it back around. Then I turned it, turned that and you started making pipes and I make Hedgewitch pipes. So I have Hedgewitch pipes, Hedgewitch healing salves, and Hedgewitch tinctures. What would what, you create? What'd you do with the uh, the CCH? Uh, the previous. I tried previous, to help organize the previous thing, like when Jack Hare was around. Or, well, or, I actually I I didn't really get introduced to that until in two thousands when I actually started being an activist and I got my first copy of um, Emperor Wears No Clothes. Yeah. If you're going to be an activist, folks, let me tell you this right now. If you're going to be an activist, get that book. Okay? And you can get it online. You can read the whole goddamn thing online for free if you want. But it's nice to have a copy of it for a reference. Just It's the Cannabis Activist Bible, basically. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of 20 editions or something? Or? Oh, absolutely. They're still making a fortune off it. But the thing about it is that it's proven fact. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm a big stickler of. If you're going to be out there fighting for cannabis, know your facts because nobody that's an anti-cannabis can stand up against the facts. Police officers, cops, you know, lawyers, judges, all those cannot stand up against the facts. And if you need a fucking defense, especially an on-the-spot defense, you can step up and say, hey, this is what's really going on. This is why it's happening, and you're just a puppet. And then take take that worldwide. There's a whole bunch of different versions of that same well, thing happening all over. Tough, tighter. It's always looser. been one of those plants that people have tried to control. When it was yeah. in hemp, it was still fought over. Wars were fought over fucking cannabis control. Our forefathers, Thomas Jefferson, yeah. smuggled it under capital offense policy into United States and stole a bunch from China. Okay. It was a capital offense. You, they would behead you if you got what, caught smuggling. Because of uh, the intertrade with China? Well, he, want, he wanted to bring, no, it was, they wanted control of the hemp market. Oh, okay. oh, the British. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. China. Right. Okay. Right, right. And they wanted control of it. So, But we smuggled it to breed with our Indian hemp here. Mm-hmm. To make a stronger, more now, is, potent. Is that what Montana root uh, ditch weed is? The Indian hemp. Yeah. So that hemp actually has been there. It wasn't introduced. It's been there. From my understanding, it was already there. Yeah. So okay. that's what that's you know that and the goji berry tripped me out. The goji berry can be found its version over near uh, Arizona. The, yes. Um, those seeds came oh around. My gosh, Birds cool. eat seeds. Seeds get shit. They well, grow everywhere. The There's another berry that's very, very similar, but separated by a lot of generations, and it had to change how it grows. Look at Datura. Yeah. You're talking about scopamine. Scopamine grows in several different types. It's a nightshade, mm-hmm. you know, but it's also a deadly poison and also a fucking highly hallucinative drug. Yeah. So, but they don't. You don't see them starting a war on it. You don't see them spending billions of dollars eradicating it. Well, a lot of it has to do with what are the resources a group can make 
while they can be taxed. And that's the biggest thing is taxing the people and it's all good. The authorities are happy. If the authorities can tax, then they're like, yeah, dude, we're taking what's not ours and putting it where we want it, you know? And so that's, you know, well, it's for here, the children. You yeah, gotta well, protect the children. That and you know? which is they've how? What are you protecting them from? You do. That's, it's proven it's, fact it's that excuse. cannabis in their body well, is going to be the best thing for them. It's one of like twenty, thirty excuses that they just have a rotating. Oh, I know what we're protecting them from. We're protecting them from their safety from having to use pharmaceuticals. Oh, you gotta. Oh, oh you gotta on your wall. The devil's harvest. It. Protect them from the devil's harvest. Yeah. What you're doing is you're Smoke. protecting their customer ratio for the pharmaceutical industry. Yeah. That's what you're doing, and that's the proven facts. Well, once they once groups start to prove that as medicinal value, some are trying to patent that they have rightful use and only use to that plant. Well, the government other, already did. The government already has their patent. They have for a long time. But they, they knew back in the forties that it. They knew back in the forties that it would cure cancer. Yeah. They knew back in the late or mid forties that it, it stops an epileptic seizure. Right. Right. Okay. They've known that it's great for your brain. They've known it doesn't kill brain cells, but generates new brain cells. They've known it's been in the part of the endocannabinoid system. They know it's perfectly safe and has no LD50, which what, is what, lethal what's, dose. What's happening right now, I think, is... But they, here's the... It's here's, been illegal oh, and they can't unillegal it so easily. Because they are admitting guilt. Well, I don't know about, okay. about here's that. Here's the fact. All they have to do is take off Schedule 1. Say just take it off, period. Deschedule. Off. It's no longer a schedule. One simple thing. Descheduled and any reference to marijuana is removed from those books. Yes, absolutely. Or removed. Yeah. Removed. Yeah, they, a whole other industry can be created. Let's, let's billions and billions of dollars for you. You can take. You can Kentucky take. And we're going to get into this. Is where we're going to get into it. You can take and growing the need for petroleum products off the fucking market in fifteen years. Yeah. No more need for it. I can replace it with biodiesel, mm -hmm. or I can and I can replace all the plastics with a uh, biodegradable a, plastic made out of hemp. Here's a good one because the point three percent for hemp that is actually impossible being proven in Hawaii. They try to grow this hemp at point three. It comes way over point three, you know, and all then they well, have to, gonna they have to burn these the, fields well, or that? compost them. The same thing, you know, just like oh my god. They're, if they want, they can breed rules? it down. But the problem is, every time they try to breed it down, they're breeding down the stockpile. Is the the paper industry at war with itself? The paper industry, the pharmaceutical industry, the fucking biochemicals industry, the fucking. Um, Oil industry, the fucking. But it's all these guys. He's like, I go, I go to the workout. Prison for profit I, I go, industry. I go to workout at the gym and go swim. Then I see the CBD oil available at the gym. I got it a block away from you. <laughs> they sell it in the store right here. I'm like, man, are you serious, really people? Like, people are buying it and they're digging it. I guess because, they're loving it, and that's the problem. But, but as for you. Being a hardcore smoker, do you don't really buy it as much? I don't buy it at all. I know. I, but, the only time I buy CBD is uh -huh. to put it into my salve and tincture. Right. Okay? okay. I get enough CBD for my body by using the smokes, the oils, the, the, the edibles, all that. That's a big conversion. 
Well, to me, don't isolate something that needs the entourage effect. And that's what I was trying to say before. Uh When you try to isolate something, you're fucking with it. Okay? Leave it together. Make your fucking shit out of RSO if you have to, a lower dosage, higher dosage, whatever. Cure people. If you made if you made these tinctures, rosin, no RSO, full full plant extract. Using alcohol or using pressure. Using alcohol or any type of solvent. We we personally we use um, oh denatured alcohol, and then Uh we go to moonshine alcohol. Yeah. After that, to clean out anything of the denatured, and then we go to water to clean everything else out. Yeah. So you're left with pure, pure. Well, I mean, we and got this a, is a, a lot this of people is the in the Rick mountains working, oil recipe. On, working on every single thing you just said. Well, <laughs> Different yeah. ways to it, process their oils, man. Everything, well, everything, every kind you of way to make oil, it's being worked on right but now. That, and that's the thing, though. Two spoons, people have a, a herb and they're pressing two spoons together. Yeah, there's all, all sorts of different ways. People are doing all... Well, that that's, goes back to the old uh, hot knives. That's our hippie generation. Yeah, I know. Okay, we, that's, that was the original fucking vape. Oh, yeah. But the main thing is that cannabis can made, be made into medicine in many shapes and forms. And the body needs it. It's part of an essential. Yeah, when they made the vaporizer, the box... Yeah. It never evolved from there. It stayed stagnant. It was so cool. Well, the like, pro the prototype. Yeah. Never had got changed. Have you tried to make one before? Prototype? No. Uh, taking a soldering iron, <laughs> and hopefully with like you could take a soldering iron and put herb on it, and then oh, yeah. it would, I've you, used just about every fucking yeah, thing you can think of, dude. We used to <laughs> the cigarette lighter. Take the oh, cigarette yeah. lighter, didn't oh, have yeah. a pipe, put your cigarette lighter in, get it all nice and hot, and then you drop it a little bit on. I burned my oh, lip more okay. than once doing that. Oh, you're <laughs> doing that one. that one. Oh, that's not I burned sucks. my lips on that Even one. Even with tobacco, that would still work. Would, yeah, I mean, I've, I've used all sorts of bit. things. Uh, um, making but, a steamroller out of a toilet papers paper or roll. Anything. It's pa- papers. I mean, her Bible papers are thin. That's the best. Like, always use Genesis. Use Genesis 112. <laughs> Why 112? What's up with that one? I give you all seed bearing plants and herbs. Okay. This is we used to. Uh, history. Me someday and, in the future, there's going to be that one Bible left. And so me and a friend of mine. <laughs> me and a friend of mine used to do all these cannabis <laughs> cup tours. And every time we stopped in a hotel room, we left a bud and a rolling paper in that spot in the Bible. In the in the drawer, so anybody that pulled it up would open it up immediately. And boom, there's a bud and papers right there. <laughs> mommy, mommy, right to that spot. We always had it circled. Mommy, mommy, look what I found. Yeah, it's hey. Oh jeez. You know what? No one thinks to look in the Bible. If no. It, if it, well, they could be cleaning it and grab if they can lift it by the bind. Most people pick chance. it up by the fucking yeah, by the, side, the, yeah. the end, so they're gonna pinch uh-huh. it in there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Unless they open it up, and then so they're gonna go. A, ah! a, only a third chance of discovery before <laughs> they see. They put it back for the next. We person. never cared. We never cared. It was just <laughs> part of it. It was a tradition every that's time. Like, you know, that's I've always wanted to drive down the street and just throw nuggets at people. I've stopped and given you know? hobos joints. Yeah. I do it all the time. Well, it, it's you especially gotta, if you I'm walking realize. down the road. If I'm walking down the road smoking a joint and it gets down to about like this, yeah. I see a homeless guy, I'll hand it to him. What, what, what you give people? Like I, I went and I bought all these food and treats to mm-hmm. give to homeless people. 
And then and sneak it in there? No. Well, no, 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 I didn't put marijuana in these ones, but I just found that I was feeling tooth issues, and the harder of the food that I had to give them, they were like, dude, I can't eat that. <laughs> it's too hard. I used to work in a... Uh, you know, if I had uh, brownies, yeah, dude. Look, I, I used to work in a little down. convenience store, and at the end of the night, anything that was left over, I, I'd walk from the convenience store way over here all the way over to the other side of town here and give away to the homeless Oh man! Two o'clock in the morning. Uh, you know, you know I, I guess you can if you're a, if you're a head shop and you have expiring ganja food, you can give it away to the homeless because you can give away marijuana stuff. Yeah, you technically, I guess you could, yeah, dude. You know, Fuck, it, but most guys are gonna go. I'll give this away to my buddy next door to me. You know? Bro, you can be caught with like hundreds of pounds of pot, and in theory, only be <laughs> you cannot two hundred fifty dollars. The in first theory, time, first time. Look well, I don't know laws. how often it's, you need to be driving around with that much pot, dude. I just need one time to move that much marijuana, and I'm set for a while, dude. I get, yeah, I, but, I get to go and once again, and but once again, you're, you're, if you get caught, you are becoming part of that statistic they're going to use against us to make their case. Or I made money. At whatever percentage, hey, you can, you can make whatever. a ton of money if you take I that. Mean, if and I go into the wrong, and fly to pass, another country. You know, if you get away with it, straight up U-Haul just packed. To if the you brim. get away with it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Once again, so we, that's that's the whole marijuana this, trade. I've been is. playing this. If we get away, well, if we get away been. with the game since 1978, I know. If we get okay. away with it, how many how many friends could be sitting here? With us right now, chilling, that didn't get away with it. Exactly that you, that my you, point. That are sitting in jail right now just because they didn't get away with it. And give props, give props. Like, okay, so I cannot, <laughs> I cannot justify saying do something or glorifying or wanting to do something that's going to put me in that situation. Mm-hmm. I've been behind bars. Mm-hmm. I do not going. I do not want to return. Mm-hmm. That way, I, but I always try to fight. For this. Yeah. I will challenge. I mean, I walk up and down Main Street, or even my Main Street here and in Visalia, smoking a joint freely. So if I go into right outer, in front of the cops. outer space, am I crossing straight state lines? I mean, these are my concerns that when I fly yes. a spaceship and get the fuck out of here, Technically, I got all yeah, the marijuana crossing, I can. You're dude, crossing I'm over straight lines. Later, y'all. And country lines, too. And they're probably going to throw an extra fine on you from going out of the fucking solar system. If I try to come back, well, I'm spreading fucking seed everywhere, dude. You're gonna be like, here's the thing: like this would be like planet marijuana. When I was a young, like, younger kid, that was one of the things I used week. to do all the time. We used to take, if we got a whole bunch of seeds like we used to in the old days, oh, I'd yeah. save up bagfuls of them. And when I was out fishing as a kid and hunting, oh yeah. I was just throwing them everywhere and nice. just saying grow. Nice. We didn't give a fuck. We'd never go back to the same spot. Sometimes we'd do, and you, you know, a year later or so, and you'd see a fucking old fucking marijuana tree growing there. Occasionally you'd find a bench, but usually it wasn't Two that generations good. generations in. Jeez, right, right. That well, that's, it hasn't but been we didn't taken give a fuck. care of. We didn't give a fuck. It's been chewed on. You know, it's well, not like the modern day nowadays. Now, we well, we didn't I, I we didn't actually start getting into breeding. Now Rockabilly Farms, the the company I always rep for, mm-hmm. um, their genetics actually date back to the seventies. Wow! Wait, before we dive into that, yeah, uh, looking at you, like as someone looks at someone. 
they realize they're being looked at. Now, maybe plants realize that because they're oh, being absolutely. looked at more, they want to shine more Obs and look better and be stronger creatures. Well, here's the thing, too. This is where we're going to get into the metaphysics of this. And this is a great place to start on it. Um, when you go into your garden, mm -hmm. when you do anything with your cannabis, this is where the magic comes in. It's all about your intentions. Yeah. Okay, do not, I repeat this, folks, warning from Hedgewitch, do not go into your gardens when you've got a shitty fucking attitude. Okay, don't let your other plants see you chop down a male. Take that plant outside first, then get rid of it. Right, right, yeah, okay? yeah. If, if the plant just, just now, you know, just like in the camps. I'm not saying this as just a hedge witch, okay? Yeah. I'm talking about, you can look up the actual fucking scientific experiments where they've done this. Yeah. Okay? They took a fucking plant, two plants, put them right in the same room, they've hooked them up with all the yeah. fucking sensors. Everything's going good. They file people through the place. They pick up the energy of these people. They file one guy through there. He pulls one of the plants out and chops it up in front of the other one. Yeah. They clean up the mess and they give it a little time. Two hours later, they send the same group of people through. And when that guy came in, they remembered him. And that plant freaked out. We mean the the biorhythms. The, 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 the biorhythms of that plant went off the charts. The plants remember you, the energy that you put into it, everything, everything about it. Do the water experiment with your plants. Put put a big old sign of says love across your watering fucking can. And every time you pick it up, think love while you're watering that plant. It changes the metabolic structure of that water. It's observation. Same thing in your plant. You're fucking with the plant. You're fucking with your own energy. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. And, and, and same energy. thing all the way through from the, you know, when you clip your plant, when you cut your plant down. Plants all talk that. to us. Plants talk to each Absolutely. other. Absolutely. They plants support each other. connected to the earth. They talk to different animals somehow. They, I mean, they feel we, stressed. We can see plants. Like, I swear, I've, I've seen faces in plants, even times... Well, hold on, well, I'm good. Even times when I'm not on shrooms, I've seen faces in plants. Even times, I like how you said that. Even times when I'm not on shrooms. <laughs> you know, it's like... I've, I've seen, seen faces. I've, I've seen faces in plants, you know, just like the plant is like its own creature, and it's just like, hello, and it's like a nice, like, hello, like, similar to how, like, a painting would be. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, yeah, I, you know, I mean, it could be looked at, like, how you see things in clouds, like how you see tree branches every now and then, you see like what could be eye sockets and nose and a smile or something. You well, know? the interesting and, thing uh, about that is, if if you really get down to it, it's all about the observation, and your observation is absolutely, but similar also in the way that I observe things. Okay, so that's how we create well, this thank world you around very much, us. Sir. Thank you. <laughs> but I mean, that's how we are creating this world around us. But you're not seeing the exact same thing that I am seeing. Uh, we do have a whole bunch we of different... We have a similarity. That's what creates this solid table. Differences in our universe and experiences. Well, and it's not our... just that. It's the actual observation itself of the molecule. And you can break it down to the particle and molecule. Yeah. 
but that's getting way deep. Well, I mean, we're, we're all the same, like, you can't blend it up, we're all the same. We need to, just get this back to the weed conversation here, we need well, to Well, that just says weed, it's not all the same, like, each genetic no. weed is a different flavor. It's a different thing, a different, and, and once again, we get also back to the intent of the person growing it. Yeah. This we two different people could be growing the exact same plant, mm-hmm. and they can grow absolutely different. But like, on exactly, do you, do you care for your chihuahua, or do you leave it in a cage all the time? Exactly. Do you find the right place for exactly. it to thrive and live? Do you go out and visit it daily? Are you able to give it a? Are you calling it by name? Yeah. Okay. Are you mm-hmm. giving it its love every day? Are you checking everything every day? And and then how are you treating it when you cut it down? How are you curing it? Are you, I mean, are sometimes you, do you even need to cut it down, but just no. hang it off and pull it up upside down and put it in dark. And Many you know, people do it many ways. Way to, I like, I, personally, I like, yeah. to, I like to do a three to four harvest on a plant. What, what, about, what about the bag? I mean, we're always talk about harvesting all day long. It's like, you know, the bags, pull them up, put the roots in water, and let all the dirt come off as much as you can, and then put those roots in a bag. But, and then put the whole tree upside down. There's, like I said, there's multiple different area. techniques that people use. Yeah. We we do all sorts of different like ways. Like dark room for like at least the like way two we or grow the way that we grow ours. We do a, a four way harvest. Basically, we take off the main colas, hang them, let it go, and then let the rest mature more. Take those colas off, then let the second last bit okay. mature. You get the last bit nuts. Yeah. And then the rest of it gets turned into... Depending on, like, the sunlight, how the, yeah, see, well, how that's the plant the be- receives its sunlight. So. That's the beauty about the valley here, and this is kind of the hidden gem of being in the valley. We are able to do three harvests a year. Oh, man, it's just the plant itself is able to grow everywhere, wherever, near everywhere on the We planet. have monsters, the like, ones that we... I, yeah. You're and, talking and plants like, being able to grow, you know, 20 feet tall if you let them grow. Right, but we don't have the jungle here. It's so darn hot. Mm. Some places have the jungle worldwide. That's why we grow such great sativas oh here gosh. in the valley here. The worldwide California has been doing good. We're just, we, we are the innovators. I'm sorry. We are. Oh we, my god! It's like when the Rubik's cube became famous. Like who really invented it? Yeah. Like I don't know. It's probably Googleable. But all but, these companies <laughs> made copies of it, and everybody had a Rubik's cube. But Rubik's well, that's it's no like the cookies. You know, everybody's everybody's got cookies um, strain, but if you go back to the cookie family and the original stories of it, only one plant actually got out. Okay. Okay, so, or technically, if it's cookies, it's supposed to be from that one plant. Otherwise, because it's a fortune cookie if you got a seed. Growers are the most truthful people I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's so true. Yeah. 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 Yeah, We make up names. I mean, I I have a strain that's named after me. It's Hedgewitch, and it's a cross between uh, Rockabilly Farms, Red Cross, which genetics date back to the 70s, mixed with Amsterdam's Barney Farms uh, LSD plant. Yeah. And it's a very dense, highly um, hallucinogenic strain. Yeah. But it's also heavy sativa. So you get okay. super high, you get all these colors and everything, but you end up cleaning your kitchen. 
you know, or fucking making your house all nice or doing some industrial little project. Every, like, awesome string we find, it feels like I'm selling a Nike ad about it. Exactly. <laughs> you know, like, exactly. And then I could jump up walls and I look down at Michael Jordan down there trying to stand. Yeah. <laughs> flying through the air. Whoa. Well, that's the beauty about cannabis and also this industry. You know, everybody wants to. Everybody wants to say they have the best weed. You know what? California does have the best weed. I hate to say that. From one end to the other, we we have so many varieties of strains available that you can't you can't do it anywhere. You can't. Every mom and pop. It's also the air pressure. I, I fought and the made air. it so you could actually the, get every person in Porterville that has a piece of property can have six marijuana plants here without any cop interference. So what about air conditioned pot, aka indoor pot? I am not a true fan. My opinion, I'm not a true fan of indoor. Yeah. Um it has it's beautiful. Don't get me wrong, it's beautiful, it's got a high potency, but it doesn't have legs for me. Okay. Okay, it's like it's like. So yeah. I, we we consider it the crack of fucking marijuana. You, you still you still outdoor. You still I, consider I like outdoor, outdoor like half sheds. Like we like we have like we have it's half pretty much like we we like calling it sun grown. Sun where they have the the direct light covering. They have direct keeps, light, direct source. There's a way to keep that biozone with all the energy right there, and all the plants just love it. Oh, they absolutely, mm. and then. We do a lot of different things. I'm yeah. not going to give away the secrets of Rockabilly Farm, but there's a lot of different. Oh, dude! You, we you everything got from the mul- more minutes. Yeah, we have. We've done everything from the mulch. That's all from this area. Yeah. You know, we have we give it regular showers. Okay. You know, we do all sorts of different things, but we also create huge monstrous strains. Oh. Okay. You know, the one of the big ones this year is, is going to be a double. Red opium mixed with Candyland. Uh huh. So it's it's just an incredible indica. Okay. And, but we also have sativas that are just insane. Well, it's a compost tea. Well, it's and not necessarily a comp- no. It's the compost or? we use in the beginning to to. Well, yeah. Okay. Them. There's a soil that you make for the biomes right there. But you got to figure we are biomes. We are. We so are. Quickly. I'll give you a little clue. We are at the foothills of the sequoia national forest okay Okay. we live below the giants right okay these guys have been around for hundreds of thousands of years right okay add that to your soil yeah and then add all these like root additions these add the dna of a giant to mycorrhiza think about this add the dna because the soil the plant's Eat the nutrients and the DNA of everything they're grown in, right? Add the DNA of a giant to your fucking DNA. What you oh, I mean, I've seen it? people add juices, juiced up their food, their juices. Well, see, that's just it. You're, you don't in. have to juice when you're using a good compost. Yeah. 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 I mean, you can do all sorts of things. You can add the blood mills. You can add all that stuff, too. The but juice, juice, you weren't ready for a fun story about so, so, just the, the group that juiced the story... They took the grower, took half of his pot, and went and dried it in a public storage unit. And so Idiot. they later came back after busting that public storage unit and busted my friend's house and took all of his herb. 
Yeah. You know, he wouldn't well, have known yeah. anything about it, but he put my once again, address on that public storage Once unit. again, though, we're, we're, we're back, oh let's get gosh. back to the marijuana and the law part. We need to change the laws of marijuana and the way it's being handled. Right now, AUMA is just absolutely being crooks. Okay, it's made and designed it's purely for the profiteers and it's destroying the mom and pops of the industry. Okay, they need to fucking change it. You know, for our governor to say he's going to take fifteen million dollars of the money that we generated already this through this AUMA and put it into enforcing the law instead of saying, "Hey, we're going to take this fifteen million dollars that we just made and we're going to put it into loans to help get everybody that wants to get legal legal." It's just fucking better economics. They're going around it. There's some things in LA about that in some of the inner well, cities. That's my that goal. If you were if you were caught or bust with marijuana, you can actually open up your own shop there. If you were actually, I mean, but that's like what? How many counties out of how many counties there yeah, are? Yeah, well, that's California? the whole thing. It's, well, no, for example, like, we have to, we had to fight the city. We've been fighting eight years, city of Portville, just to get dispensaries here. And I actually didn't want dispensaries. I wanted to build a club. It's the people that want to sell it want to call the other people that pot dealers the criminals, but it's they're the, pot, the ones that want to take the it's money. It's the pot calling the kettle black. Oh, it's yeah. It's just another. It's well, no, it's another pot. Yeah, calling the kettle black exactly. Yeah, trying to steal the kettle space on the rack. Well, the and and usually fire. it's people that have a lot of money that have been fucking you know that never were in the industry in the first place, but they have the money, so then now they want to play. Oh my god. That's, that's just interesting to, to watch, and a lot of them duel out. And so there's industries that have come up and down. I'm not as up on the most hemp uh, uh, expositions right now, but sometime I'll get to some more. Well, part of the main thing on. is is going to be educating everybody. That's, the, that's what I try to do all the time by doing my shows and doing these interviews and stuff is you've got to get your knowledge straight. First off, yeah. start reading, start educating, start watching the, the videos, the, you know, doctor's reports, the studies, start getting information. So when someone says that it's not good for you, you can actually say, no, well, this is the facts, especially when it comes to doctors. Challenge your doctors, challenge your police department, challenge your city hall. If they sit under a sign that says, in God we trust, and then fucking deny the first chapter of his book and what it says, you know, call him on it. That's how I did to my city. And in my case, I had to, you have to actually establish your religious beliefs on it. Because I i don't go with, the, I believe everybody has religious rights and they're to heal themselves. So being cannabis heals, technically me giving you... Well, many, work, smoke, many smokes heal, as you have tobacco also. Well, here, that's here, for many people very healing, especially. Uh, but that's a spiritual healing, not a physically healing. Mar- marijuana, cannabis, physically heals the body when you use it. Mm-hmm. Perfect. I mean, you can't every you mix, every every way you use it. Does. Do you mix them together? Do you make spliffs very often? No, I don't. Okay. I don't. I I I'm a purist. I smoke yeah. my cigarette. I smoke uh, my weed. I used to. I smoked for tobacco for 15 years, but I've been, been about four years with uh, no smoking. I started so smoking really when I was 14, right after I started smoking marijuana. Yeah? Yeah. Oh. So marijuana does lead to harder drugs. 
Right. Well, no, it leads to what's in the what's in the medicine cabinet. But you're saying you yeah. grew up with that stuff already. In the oh, I, I I grew up with alcohol. I was drinking it. alcohol when I was six. Right. Right. But it's also alcohol just leads to a mess. And what was well, I doing? I, and, I, and because of all the you know, allergies uh, and stuff, they had me right. on the original ephedrines and mm-hmm. steroids so i was i was a hyped up little kid anyway i was immune to ephedrine by the time i was in the second so, grade i wonder what prohibition would have been like during the alcohol era if they had cell phones if they were having like little group things like this and they were recording sessions. <laughs> having little sessions they having they their did. little they were drink spe- they were and, called and speakeasies like, yeah right we had their little but we were recording it like this yeah they didn't record it well they they did in the uh <laughs> actually they did in the the viper rooms yeah, yeah. Back then, the jazz okay. musicians had what was called a viper room, and we uh-huh. were vipers. That's right, what we were right. considered. And that's what Anslinger hated jazz musicians. Okay. Harry Anslinger could not stand. Absinthe was around during that time too, right? Well, yeah, they had everything around. They yeah. had also had a huge I mean, spiritualist mu- movement going too, and people were dabbling in opiums. Okay, because okay. there was a German tit act like three hundred years ago. That made beer only hops, or beer used to be many other things besides hops. Yes. Have you ever smelt fucking Heineken? What does it smell like? Skunk bud. Where is it brewed? Amsterdam. Oh, right, right. They get all the terpenes, right? They start, like, they get that, they dial in the terpene profile. These companies are. There are beer buds, 420 beer buds. Hey, David. That have dialed in the terpene profile. Well, a lot of these companies are trying to get on the bandwagon too, like Coca Cola and mm-hmm. Budweiser and all these guys are trying to get on the CBD and the fucking um, cannabis active or cannabis market. Yeah, okay. it's worldwide. A lot of people are making money doing it. And it's people great. are trying to make it's money great. off something that should be uh, oh yeah. God given right for everybody to use. It's great to see, and of course, like both of us wish we had like half a million each to invest it in the absolutely. Right groups, we all do. I mean, in the right groups that to, to well help to get somebody area, to wake to up enough and open their third eye and say, "Hey, this is a fucking brilliant idea you got here." Right, right. You know, and and. The only way we're going to change it is to back a, a group like CCHI. And I mean, that, that's right now where I would invest uh, voter money to uh, get the signature gatherers paid to get that on the initiative and let the voters choose. And that's the, that sickens me and that we have to pay to have else. that voted on. And Well, that's just like all things out there right now. It's, 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 AUMA I mean, wasn't Washington. even completed. They didn't even finish writing it before it was voted in. We're not Washington, where Washington has like a slightly dissimilar rule where, the, where groups that get their initiative are, are given so much money to do so much canvassing. Each, you know, it's yeah. just like we we we'll be lucky. We're working on it. We're, we'll Calif- be lucky. We'll yeah. People are going to be pushing a lot more now that CBD is being exposed and a lot more. People yeah. are going to go, hey, I want a piece of this action. Yeah, dude. You know? Washington's very progressive I, in comparison to California. I just healed it's two dogs. I just healed a, guy, a lady's dog the other day with RSO. That was okay. the dog that the veterinarian said, "Take home, he's going to die." Yeah. And I within a week, I had a dog healed. Oh wow! So, wow, wow! Yeah, dog. Oh wow! I give him like a half a gram a day, or a few, or is a rice grain a day. Uh, but you put pure concentrate. That would just mix and it's, RSO. Okay, I stick in the gut and I put it dissolve. on fucking melanomas. I've helped people with. We've helped. We got a study being done on diabetes. We have one of our patients who had bone marrow cancer. It, it cures. Okay, and that, that's, that's the whole what, thing. That's now, let me get you something that. really quick here. Radiation therapy. To make something illegal, 
to have a crime, you have to be have physical harm. Okay. If you have no physical harm by giving somebody cannabis, there is no crime. It's called no man's rea. Man's rea right. being no harm. Okay. Okay. So technically, if you give somebody cannabis or if you sell somebody cannabis, you are not harming that person whatsoever. Okay. So that there's one of your little loopholes that people aren't taking advantage of. Oh, I'm stoked that I didn't write these things that yeah, we're you're... trying to figure out how to get through <laughs> like, this whole system. Pop Brothers at Law, I'm sure oh, they know, well. they're aware of it. I, I recommend those I mean, guys. Removing scheduling, let's just be like, you know what, unschedule, real Just simple. take it off. Take it and the just, fuck off. Let people grow hemp. Let people hemp grow. Industry. Let us grow hemp. They'll replenish those fucking saying, wastelands. Hey, let a crippled kid go play soccer, dude. Like the kids in like freaking, he can't run. He's got to go play soccer. He's been hobbled. He doesn't have the proper uh, medicine. We, we can change this. There. Within 10 years, we can like, change this industry. The hemp industry that, is so just like Nancy can, Kerrigan, dude. They've Nancy Kerrigan the hemp industry. Shining <laughs> star. As it's going out there because it's still schedule freaking one. It is whacking it on well, the leg. Well, you Dick can't make something Schedule one that has no medical use and have a medical fucking patent on cannabis. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's fucking there's a fucking oxymoron there. You fucking <laughs> yeah, oh, it's a they. We've known it's a lie. We it's been exposed. Everybody knows that fucking cannabis now, in any way, shape, or form, is helping the human body. It should be given to not and accessible to not only adults like who wrote the but scheduling in the first place and and slingers. Actually, I'm not sure 60s. if he's the one. He's the one that started the war on cannabis because they needed a new demon when there was no more prohibition. Right. And he hated right. the jazz musicians. He undo. hated the degenerative races. Right. That's an actual quote, there, folks. Well, things get and he away, was part. Man. Here's the scandal of it. He was part of the Dupont family, oh. and the Dupont had just gotten their patent for nylon. Well, Dupont made the plastics for this phone, and they're making a lot of they, money today. They here, are the ones that also make the chemicals. Listen, here we go. I got to close up the show. We got about uh, okay. Go ahead. Uh, two and a half minutes here. Uh, you've you've been li- listening to Hedgewitch, Jeffrey Father. Four. Jeffrey Four. Oh, there we go. With si- yep. silent uh, pH. Awesomeness, and we've got uh, here your host uh, Jason Brodsky, and this is um, the name of the show is Marijuana Activists and Pioneers. This is the second episode, and uh, we're just broadcasting to you from just north of Bakersfield, in near just south of Visalia, somewhere on the Porterville, Porterville area, Porterville, in the bottom of the Sequoia National Forest. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful area outside of this universe. Hanging out with such a great medicine man. Bringing together his, his place as many beautiful incantations of heartfelt crystals and energy and good focus and energies. And he's also on Instagram. At, at Hedgewitch420. As Hedgewitch420. Yeah, Hedgewitch420. Hedge like a bush, witch. W-I-T-C-H. Yeah, W-I-T-C-H. Okay. Yeah, Hedgewitch420. And um, 
He's got a really cool, crazy stuff he puts on Instagram. They're always interesting to look and at. And I own Hedgewitch pipes. And are of adult content. Yes. Just not that like hardcore adult content. But <laughs> Come I mean, check it out. You know, yeah. Come check it out. You'll it's see. A, it's, you know, it's really It's nice. been a pleasure having you here. Yeah, um, this is really cool. This, yeah, uh, mine, mine just went off over here. Yeah, he's been, he's been doing his live stuff for a while, and I've been run, trying to get him on the show. And we got him here for rocking right now at this very moment. And that's woo-woo. Take care, folks. Remember, get out there and educate everybody around you that you can. That's the only way we're going to get these laws changed is people that are properly educated. Yeah, nothing else out there but trying to Support your local farmers, your local growers, your local farmers. Support them. They need the money. And fight against taxation. Yes, fight against taxation. Taxation is not your buddy. Don't let someone tell you taxation is good. Yeah. We're your buddy. Now, Taxation and regulation does not work. Make a little beep rap beep and thank you for listening to uh, Marijuana Activist and Pioneer with Hedgewitch at Hedgewitch420 on Instagram. Thank you so much. Have a good night.